Today's reading comes from Ruth chapter 1, verses 15 to 18. So she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. There will I be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me, and more as well, if even death parts me from you. When Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. The word of God for the people of God. For the next three weeks, we will be hearing stories from the book of Ruth um, in a sermon series entitled Better Together. Um, Today, we'll hear from Ruth, next week, Naomi, and the next week, Boaz. Would you pray with me? Creator God, I pray for your blessings on the part I am about to play. I pray that this story holds your will and your words. Amen. You'll have to excuse me. I'm, I'm not really used to talking in front of a big crowd of people like this. It's, it's not that I don't love to talk. I love to talk. You get me going with my mother-in-law, Naomi, and we are up all night solving the world's problems. You can't get me to be quiet, but I'm, I'm not really used to talking like this in, in front of a big group of people. But I can tell you about Naomi. She was my mother-in-law. And she is my very best friend. I met her when she was a foreigner from Israel visiting my land in uh, Moab. I married her son, Malon. But then my husband died. And I was devastated by the loss. Naomi, too. It was her son, after all. But then she went on to lose her husband and her other son. I can't fathom the grief that she must have been going through. We had lost everything. But in the midst of our grief and in the midst of our pain, we clung together to each other. So when Naomi said she needed to go home, I knew that's where I was going to go. She did her best to persuade me to leave, but what else did I have? And why would I leave my very best friend? So, together, we set out for Israel. When Naomi had left Israel, they had been in a time of great famine, but when we arrived, it certainly was not. Everywhere, workers were harvesting rich crops from the field. Being a couple of widows, we couldn't exactly afford to purchase the gifts of the field. But Naomi assured me that by the laws of her people, now my people, um, that we as the poor were allowed to follow behind the harvesters and collect the grain that they left behind. We fit the bill, being poor. But I had heard horror stories about what happened when people tried to take from a field not their own. 
it made me nervous. How would people working the field, earning their way, treat someone coming up behind them and taking the fruit of their labor? To my surprise, I was treated with great kindness, even outright generosity. The landowner even came to me, little old me, specifically telling me to stay and take whatever I needed and stay for as long as I needed. I came home that day to Naomi with a basket abundant with barley. When I told Naomi about the day in the field, her face lit up like a lamp. I hadn't seen her smile like that since her husband passed. She explained to me why she was so excited. She said that the landowner I'd met, Boaz, was kin to my late husband and therefore kin to herself. She sang, literally sang, God's praises and thanked God for his grace upon us. She insisted that we had stumbled into that field for a reason, that the God of Israel didn't believe in coincidence. So I kept going to Boaz's field for the rest of the harvest, months and months, and I kept being amazed by their generosity and by his generosity. He shared his meals. He opened the fruits of his field to anyone who needed them and made sure that those in them were safe and protected. Boaz himself asked me to continue working in the field for him and made sure that I had a safe place to go. It was towards the end of the harvest that Naomi asked me to do something both terrifying and incredibly weird. She asked me to do something that I think makes sense in her culture, but it was alien to me, and I feel like it might be alien to you too. She said, it was time for me to begin a home of my own, which felt a little harsh. I thought we were friends. But she thought perhaps the man that I should marry was Boaz. And I said, absolutely. Boaz is a good man. But where I'm from, women don't do the asking. And she said, trust me. So I did. She said that Boaz would be sleeping with the grain that evening to guard it, literally sleeping on the threshing floor. And she told me to go to a place where I could see him on the floor. And after he had gone to sleep, I was to go and uncover his feet and then lie down over by him and wait. I had to wait until he was asleep uncover his feet and wait? Excuse me, what? <laughs> I know to many of you to do something that this sounds absurd, downright mad, but I trusted Naomi and I told her I would do whatever she needed me to do. So that's what I did. I found Boaz asleep on the threshing floor and I uncovered his feet, and I laid down, but no matter what I could do, I couldn't sleep. How do you sleep? I don't know. And after what seemed like an eternity, because apparently it takes a while for your feet to get cold, he woke with a start and said, who are you? I had a heart attack. But I said exactly what Naomi told me to say. I am your servant, Ruth. Spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are my kinsman, Redeemer. Magic words, 
apparently. Boaz looked a little shocked, I will say, and his feet looked a little cold. But he blessed me. He told me not to be afraid because I'm sure I looked a little afraid. And he said, yes, he would marry me, but. But is not a word you want to hear in response to a marriage proposal, let me tell you. He said he would marry me, but. Someone else technically had claim or a stake on my husband's land, so we had to wait to see if they wanted it first. More customs and rights that I didn't understand. But he promised me that if no one came to collect by morning, that he would. He would marry me. And with that promise, I found myself comforted. I trusted that he was telling me the truth and that I would be okay. I had put my fate in the hands of two people that I trusted, Naomi and Boaz. And I knew that whatever happened would be okay because we were together and we're always better together. Creator, I pray that the story of Ruth has blessed your people and your presence this day.